0: Thank you. Can't be done When you say, when you say it It's just a heart that can't be won When you say, when you say yeah, When you say that it gotta move Let me say, let me say it. That's a day that'll never. When you say it I gotta see where you're coming from What I see, what I see Yes, A summer song that you've never sung I'm sung. And I To move on and yeah. pretty fast right now. Nobody can see me. Now you can. The that was Hollow Hill, their new release, I won't. And there's something I pointed to, maybe two or three podcasts, and I I have to be honest with everyone. I have a lot of f- extra content. So if you're just listening on Spotify or iTunes, you've missed a lot of podcasts. I know this episode will be 151 or 150. Either way in reality, we're probably at 160, 165, 170. And I don't mean to congratulate myself, but I do have a lot of secret podcasts out there that just never made it to, I'd say, the cutting room floor and never got published or produced. But if you are interested in any extra content, go check out my YouTube or my Patreon. That's where I put some things. And um, fuck, yeah, that's, uh, that's where we are right now, you know, talking about power outages, power outages. So... The United States was uh, like, I hate always pulling up news articles and, you know, what, what what's everybody not talking about right now? Well, I would say the thing that everybody's not talking about right now is actually a global issue. And I think that um, – the so right now, the idea that Americans couldn't have uh, – I mean, it's just – it depends where you live. Uh, but the idea that America is a first world country, right? So that means we have power. So there's going to be, I think, in the near future, you're seeing this in California in the summer, right? You're only seeing this in liberal areas and liberal states. And I, I, I think that should draw some concern for anybody who's paying attention. What I'm saying is blackouts, rolling blackouts. And apparently in Europe, so I'm going to pull up a couple of things. I hate pulling things up in the middle of the co- podcast because it takes away the stream of consciousness. Uh, but the stream of consciousness is here. It's it's alive. It's well, okay? Um, and I do want to tackle this top topic of power, right? Um, Because it is the one thing and power and climate go hand in hand. I think there's a real, you could say climate change, but they're talking about power change. They're talking about a change in power. And you're seeing that in transition right now with, how do you put it? uh, The way the world is being run, at least on the energy and resources uh, aspect. So let me I, I feel like such a dork when I pull up these Google News articles, but this is how we're going to proceed with this podcast. So if you're only listening on iTunes or Spotify, there will be a visual aspect to this as well um, that if you are interested in looking at, please go to Spotify or YouTube to get the full picture so, of what I'm trying to talk about. And these articles um, that I'm going to pull up. So that's this. Is this it? It, I think that's it. Yeah. And then we'll just go full screen on this. So this is uh just Google News. You know that's where I it's at News Aggregate that I typically find or I I source my news. So is your Europe's energy crisis actually a boon? A boon for people to make money? It's a power change. A tale of two nuclear power power plants. I I did Europe power. Let's do outages because that's really what I'm looking for. Uh, advice for Europeans, bundle up and get ready for outages. All right, this was eight days ago. France strains to avert power cuts as cold snap tests Europe. So you're thinking about this issue right now. Now let's check out the United States, okay? Oops, I already had it pulled up. Dang it. Um, power cuts in seven states as deadly winter storm and tornadoes hit the United States. So we have, I think if you're looking at this picture. And this is, I think some people are missing my point. This is, uh, same type of lockstep response or like kind of news narrative that you're seeing all across, I would say Western English speaking world where we, it's like they had the answer before. Imagine this before they knew how to maintain power and keep everybody's lights on. But now They don't, right? These are real problems we're having. They used to be able to put forward the idea that nuclear power plants were a solution. Now, well, then they said, oh, well, actually you have toxic waste, toxic buildup. And then within the past five years, I don't know, recently, there's been another pivot back again to nuclear energy and questioning the science that had been uh, put in place that questioned the initial – validity of, I don't know, it's all nuclear. It's all energy stuff, right? So energy is power, power is climate. And right now in the United States, uh, power cuts in seven states, but power outages, watch this, attack. North Carolina power outage, this was eight days ago. So you have in Europe, eight days ago, people telling you, hey, get ready for power outages, and then in the United States, this happened, I think, on the East Coast and on the West Coast, right? You had this happen in Washington and Carolina, right? North Carolina. Um, let's pull it up here just so we can be... So right here, you have North Carolina power outage. Federal memo flags Washington, Oregon. Substation attack similar to Moore County. So you... Domestic terrorism, right? Uh, search warrants issued, uh, power grid attacks. So, uh, this whole thing, right, doesn't make sense to me. It's been, there's uh, the fact that humans are doing the attacking on the power grid now also lends me to believe, like, is this a Russian attack? Who knows? Uh, but either way, to do these attacks at a time in the winter is, it's almost, Nefarious to say the least, right? Um, And I I see it as a test how quickly maybe we self sabotage ourselves as Americans because we have to test ourselves, right? There's really, I think if you go to school long enough, you understand. And here's what I'm talking about there's a reason they make kids practice school shooting drills, right? It's conditioning. So, and it's sick, it's some of the sickest conditioning in the world. Uh, that kids are told in at six years old to like hide under a desk we're gonna pretend a man wants to take your life and like what's going on why is my kid subjected to that horrific uh psychological trauma twice a year perhaps either way my point is the reason people go through those drills or rituals is in the event that and perhaps in the near future something like that might happen well Let's be honest, maybe nobody really wants to fucking cut their power grid in the United States, all right? No, it's it's probably guess what? Difficult to do and not fucking worth it. So the United States does it themselves to figure out how do they respond, what do they do? Um what's 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 the solution, right, to when you as a country or as a county or as a state lose power have your power grids attacked. Do you have the resources to – like I don't, know, I don't know what's at a general, let's say, uh, hub or a panel for electricity, um, right? And like uh, generators, electricity generators or places rather than – so let's say all that shit gets attacked. What, what are the odds that a city or state has just spares lying around? For all this stuff. And I don't think as a whole. right, The United States has a whole lot of spares. Going on. So if you I guess have. One of your power grids attacked. If you can't completely replace everything. Within 24 hours. Maybe some of these things are very difficult to recreate. Maybe some of the materials are hard to find. I'm a fucking idiot when it comes to electricity. But my thoughts lead me to believe. Right. That um, there's something more going on here. Uh, I don't know who's to blame. Uh, it could be the climate, but it's nice we have domestic terrorists, right? And so that's the thing. I think the job was so sloppy that they did the attack a week or a week late. You know what? That's probably what it was. You think about this, right? So they just have all these storms barreled in, and they, the United States hires these fucking idiots to go take out these power grids, which would have been blamed on a storm, right? But they do it during a time when there are no storms. So it's just like, oh, wow, it looks like the power went out and it's maybe a sunny day. I don't know the details. I'm making this all up. Um, but, yeah, maybe they just got the date wrong because now you have power outages all across the United States. And it's due to the weather. But imagine if you – I mean, you have seven states, eight states, whatever, with power outages because of the weather. And you also have Oregon, Washington, and North Carolina – That's like one-fifth, right? You have one-fifth of the states in the United States experiencing troubles with electricity. This is a shit world country we're living in, not a first world. And a lot of people need to wake up to this fact, right? They need to come to grips. Look at this article. Oh, let me scroll up so we can all read the headline. Power cuts in seven states as deadly winter storm and tornadoes hit U.S. And so this will be blamed on climate change. I want to guess is if, if you're listening live or later, how I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to go through this article and all I'm going to do is, is skim read for the words climate change. So I just want to see, cause somebody has got to be blamed, right? Who's going to be blamed for this problem and climate change is kind of like a, I think it's when atheists make fun of Christians, they call it like a sky daddy, right? And I think when people say they can control climate or geoengineer and like you, they have the ability rather to dictate the events of the world. To me, they sound like they're believing in something like a sky god. Uh, but either way, let's. We're right here. We're skimming for the words climate change. Um, here we go. The weather. Uh, all right. All right. How about this? I just saved time. Climate. Ah, no change. It's too bad change I saved my I saved time by doing that so I'm surprised they're not blaming climate change here it seems like a great opportunity to blame the climate uh, but let's go back authorities confirmed five attacks at electricity substations in Washington and Oregon last month you think about the complexity of carrying out those attacks right You got to be pretty smart. I don't think you're a fucking idiot and go do shit like that. You know what I mean? Just generally speaking, to have the wherewithal to commit that kind of crime for who, I don't know, like who benefits, you got to tell me I'm a fucking idiot when it comes to breaking down the the they in some situations. But the fact that whoever they are hired professionals to attack these power stations, because here's the reality. What is this? The middle of the country that got hit with these power outages? Some shit like that. Where's the picture? I don't know. There's seven states. Where are we? U.S. power cuts in seven states. I think it's the middle states right here. Right. So then you have the middle states with power outages. Now you have the West Coast with power outages. And like I mentioned, North Carolina. So throughout the whole country right now, there's a simulated event where a lot of people just lost their power. And how quickly can our country recover? And, yeah, is it, is it real? Well, here the whole fact that, uh, I mean, peop, it's just already admitted that, uh, where was it? It's domestic terrorism. Yeah, there's people to be blamed. It's more than the weather right now. There's actual people behind. Like, how smart are they? What did they do? You know, I'm not going to read the article, but what did these people do in North Carolina? State to, at both ends of the state. If this was a board game. The United States just got fucked over right on the edges, right? So it's almost like someone took a lighter to the edges of the United States and just fried the electricity grid. Like, fuck your bitch ass, U.S. You suck. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Here's all. Here's whoever this nefarious person in. Like, think about this. Taking out the power grid with some amateur whack jobs. Right. Some simpletons just went from grid to grid to grid and took it out. We don't even have people watching this shit. Right. We don't have bodyguards at our power grids and we're sending billions of dollars to Ukraine. It's insane. Absolutely insane. It's just bonkers. So let's get to Europe. Right. Widespread power outages, very unlikely. Um, France prepares for winter power cuts. So here's the thing. Without Russia, the whole thing is Europe's going through perhaps something similar, but they have to build a different narrative. So their narrative is it's not climate change right now. Who's responsible for them losing power? It's Putin. It's it's almost when it was Putin's uh, price hike. Now we have... In France, oh, the reason we're going to cut your power is to build resentment. Like, every time – think about this. Oops. Let's just – if you if you were fucking freezing, shivering your ass off, and someone told you, well, you know it's because of Putin, right? I'd be like, oh, yeah, that fucking piece of shit, right? So it's it's almost psychological conditioning for people to – Turn your power off okay? and say, well, you know why I'm turning your power off, right, stupid fucking citizen? It's because Putin. And so whether you like it or not, you could be intelligent and say it's not because of Putin. It's because of all these other issues. It's a nuanced factor. But for everybody who doesn't have a brain and, and no time, they're going to be – here's what's going to happen. People are going to choose to work. I'd rather be a, a my work environment. Maybe they can afford heating. Uh, It'll be a crazy thing. I think that's going to play out where people and I think maybe this has always been done where the your livelihood is used as a way to make like if you how do you put this? They're making you cold and then saying, well, if you don't give us more money, we can't stop climate change and we can stop climate change by doing all these bells and whistles to the power grid you're gonna to have to pay more right and it won't go out it might go out maybe we'll just do rolling blackouts or maybe you'll just have different times in the day where you have different power levels allowed to your house what's going on right this whole it's it's energy control and it's power control i think that's going on and it's kind of testing initially what i see is testing and i don't know who's testing who fuck i left my phone on loud Sorry about that. Uh, so I don't know. I just think this is one thing most people probably aren't looking at. But they should be paying a little bit more attention to, because I, th- my perspective is that, if your power goes out for an extended period of time, you're dead. Okay, unless you, hey, unless you're big brain and you know what to do, um, most people are just gonna freeze to death. I think. Especially if it's an entire state, county, um, and they'll they'll have to implement an emerge. will be, it's hard to imagine something that hasn't happened, right? So I'm trying to imagine a, a situation where, you think about an entire po- power grid going out for a state or a regional area, and then not being able to restore it for let's go a few months. Now Grandma's not making it, but she's not making it. Grandma's gone. Um, grandpa's gone. You know, it's the maybe the people who still have fireplaces, but here's the funny thing. They're trying to outlaw fireplace like there's this weird thing going on. Well, fireplaces are a countermeasure, right? So it's fascinating where Houses now are being created with, with fake fireplaces to where real solutions to old problems are no longer allowed. And like so just like a, a backup. Let's say all houses really should have a fireplace, right? That really burns real wood. Because if the power goes out, what did people do before? They had a fireplace, my dude. They they kept that thing cooking. Alright. And What you know, now I think there are actual probably penalties and consequences to having a fireplace in some areas where it's you're carbon taxed. So they're trying to phase out old simple solutions to problems that, like, think about this the cold, the cold weather. The government is going to be the only person right now who will be able to solve that solution because of the environment and system they're creating in the future to where no house has a fireplace, right? No, no, you can't buy wood, right? Everything is restricted to the point to where you might, you know, have to experience your heater getting cut off for three hours at the night. So other people can quote unquote, have their heater turned on. What's what people won't realize, I think is, they're going to look back and say how did everybody have all that free energy in the past where i think there were times at some point where people pitched the idea that electricity was going to be so cheap essentially they were going to have a hard time selling it but not true now you know what i mean people are like have you seen the electricity bill this or that right or the gas bill or you know bills just it doesn't make sense how we as a society have progressed to supercomputers but we somehow are becoming less and less efficient at solving some of the oldest problems in the world, which is how do you get water to your house? How do you get electricity to your... Like, or power, in other words. How do you do that? And we somehow suck at it, right? We're terrible at this, I think, problem. At least that's what we're being told, right? Because if we really did solve these problems, you know what? People wouldn't have yachts, okay? They wouldn't have mega mansions the fact that you have oil tycoons and all the, the the ridiculousness and i'm i am saying zero energy is there and they don't want to give it to us and whether it's zero energy what i mean by this is if think about this if petrol fuel was unlimited that's zero energy in my mind like if you could just pump it out of out of the ground oil and it's endless and i think it is uh, that's zero energy to me like we could just keep doing this forever let's go run it up and if it's not that it's another thing like my the way i see it we have enough ability as a country the way we supply and kill people with weapons of war energy should be free in this country for everybody for everything the fact that we have uh drones that we can zip up in the air and send it halfway across the country and kill someone that's insane and we're, we're over here. We got power outages. We got our, our infrastructure being attacked and we're get we're pissing away. I saw this, right? I was going to bring this article up and it disgusted me. It was like, Oh, the Biden's going to give more money to Africa. I was like, great, more money to things. Americans will never see. And this is a big thing for me. I think America is being, Oh man, bent over right now. Like, Oh, here, Africa, here's millions of dollars. Half of our, I'm not half, one-fifth of our country is experiencing power outages. Don't worry about it. Ukraine, do you need some uh, missile defense systems? We're, we're going to send them your way. Don't worry about it. 69,000 homeless people on Skid Row. Don't think about that. We got real problems in America. But all of the things we, I think the propaganda Americans are pitched is like solutions for other people. Like sacrifice. Like America's, a, like you got to. You got to give up a little bit of yourself as America, because climate change, Ukraine, like you know how bad it is in Africa, right? So, I know we have sixty nine thousand homeless people in LA, but let's not get let's not get talking about Ukraine or. Oh man, it's just it's sad where Americans are so worried about everything outside of their own country. I, you know, it's, and here's the other thing, I saw this in my home state where people who have been critical of the educational system, because during the pandemic, the last two years, it got pretty obvious how much the school system and law. Lo- and here's something I want to talk about. Cause there's, and I've talked about it before, but people shit on Donald Trump and it's always a good season to shit on Donald Trump or any president for that matter. But let me say something that person, unfortunately, or fortunately for some, I think he did this quite well. There was a, there is a two choices for president. Most people might know this. Hillary Clinton, Hillary Rodham Clinton, and Donald Trump. One presented a more federal-leaning uh, Democratic view. That's Hillary. The other was conservative. Donald Trump, you would think, more states' rights, thing like, something like that. Point being, if Hillary Clinton would have got elected, the response to COVID would have looked like Canada. And then it would have just followed through with Biden. It would have been a hand in hand, just executive expansion of power, federal expansion of power, just, you know, authoritarian controls looking like Trudeau. We got just, you know, Hillary Clinton, then Biden probably within two years at Clinton. Let's be honest, if she would have been beat Trump the first time. And the idea that state like states would have had to fight for all the things that. Uh, were essentially given to them de facto just because of the democratic defiance of Donald Trump. In other words, right, when the response to the pandemic happened in the, in the United States, it became a state's issue. Everybody knows that. Like, you went to California, they're crazy. They're wearing masks. They got all these insane policies. You go to New York, they got their insane policies. They're psychos. You go to Georgia, you go to Alabama, you go to Utah, people are normal, relatively. We don't have these crazy policies. We're not living in an insane world. However, that's just because of the response that was allowed uh, and and pushed forward, I think, during that presidency. So whatever about Donald Trump, that's one thing I do enjoy is the fact that it became kind of a state's issue. And either way, right? So now here we are, okay? And now you have all the shit that's going on in the world and nobody gives a fuck about state issues even more so than they did before and i think eventually right we're going to move pivot to uh <laughs> a corporatized country where everything is kind of bought and paid for and it, we'll see who knows uh but the power grids and everything it just to me shows that america is crumbling right we actually believe in giving billions of dollars to other people. while somehow a group of 10 or who knows how many men. It could have been women. Let me not discount that. Ran roughshod through the West Coast. Okay. And dismantled our power grid. Making America look like little school bitches. And it's sad, you know. And we got all these Louisiana, all this... Power outages, sad. We just prayed. Tornadoes sweep across the U.S. South. And here's something I want to talk about, too. Every state where that occurs, as a conspiracy theorist, quote-unquote, true. I all the names people give, uh, if I lived in those states and I noticed tornadoes, I would ask myself, does my state do cloud seeding? Were these storms engineered? And I don't know if people have the IQ in these states to see these things happen. I can, right? I'm not, I am pretty big brain when it comes to looking in the sky and saying that's uh, a, a cloud seed, right? I see it. I look it up. And then the next day it's snowing. So I'm like, oh, thank you, state of Utah. They do this because they rely on the tourism. So obviously people want to ski in snow, but let's be honest, maybe it's not, uh, <laughs> it's not snowing. So what do they do? They go up in their planes and they shit silver iodide and all these other chemicals above us. And it snows. So the weather's not, you know, normal, quote unquote. It's controlled, at least in the state of Utah. And so when these these storm, my question is, all these places where these tornadoes occurred, I don't know. I don't give a fuck because I don't live there. But I would like to know, do they cloud seed? And if they do, how would you feel if you were the guy in the jet the day before and you're just flying your stupid fucking propel plane or whatever, and you're shitting your silver iodide in the sky on state money, and then the next day, this this is how these states get funding, by the way, because they get national like emergency funds. But you don't you don't see the connections. So you land, you go home, fucking the next day there's a fucking storm. You're in your bunker, you go up, your house is gone. I don't know if these pilots know what they're doing. I think the pilots in Utah might, but if there are pilots in these other states creating these tornadoes, how would you sleep at night? I'd be a little, I'd, I'd be bothered if I think these people would be psychos. If you're in a plane and this, I heard this happen in Australia. The one thing about Americans, they only care about koalas if they're fucking burning. Americans are sick sons of bitches. And Australia had these floods recently and a big thing about these floods were that people reported cloud seeding by the government off the coast that enhanced the strength of these storms, ergo the strength of the flooding, and nobody talked about that conspiracy. Nobody ever will. Like nobody gives a fuck. Uh it's sad. Sad conspiracy for Australia. They had that terrible flooding. And, you know, I maybe all that shit I just said is made up. I don't know. I wouldn't wouldn't fact check it. I just saw these weather patterns and a couple people making statements in the cloud seeding community and saying, is this strange? Look at these cloud-seating trails and uh, chem planes or whatever off the coast. Who knows? I don't know. No clue. Don't really care about Australia except if they're on fire. Because it's sad when you see kangaroos and koalas and any type of animal fleeing from a fire. Tears at your heartstrings. And when things are flooding, it, I don't think it's a bad thing. Sometimes it's. I think Americans maybe because they're Christians, it's like a a pure purica- purification. Or hey, man, look like they had a lot of sin that needed to be wiped out. I don't know if it's a ingrained belief in Christians to think that floods are just a way of God baptizes the world uh, washes away its sin is that what it's all about you know you think about that it's like am I the baptism that'd be cool if you could be baptized every day it's like uh, you know wash away maybe not every day that'd be a little bit much but it sucks where they only allow you in some religions to get baptized once it seems fucking limiting Limiting to the highest degree, they should just be like a, like a confessional. You know, you want to go get baptized again? Go ahead. I think that's cool. Um, I'd be like, I don't. Maybe there's a religion that does that, but I don't want to be a part of them. And I just want to do it. <laughs> Fuck baptism! <laughs> Baptisms in the flood are those two things connected, right? I don't know. I don't care. Uh, but I'll show you it was flooded, could have been enhanced the the outcome of the floods by clouds hitting. And in America with all these storms in the I know Utah has these snowstorms. I love this, right? School was just delayed. In some states you get a foot of snow or whatever, everything's cancelled. But in Utah they just delay it for an hour or two. Um uh, because they knew that they know the storm was coming. They put the right amount of silver iodide in the sky, and it's just perfect. It's nice when – and I don't believe in droughts and stuff like that as much as other people because when you see what our government can do to make it snow, you're wondering why other people aren't. So California, I think your state's being held hostage by climate terrorists. So the climate terrorists are your government, and they have the same technology my state has – your state sucks at using it. Maybe you have these low IQ people who aren't running your cloud seed planes up enough and creating all this rain in your dry ass state. That's the real problem. The real problem is I think some states are being held hostage by this technology and then they're extorting their uh, taxpaying citizens for more money. Like you want more rain. Can't do it, but I mean, you gotta pay me. I I don't I don't know the solution. Uh, maybe I'll do the cloud seeding more. Maybe we'll try these other things. Uh, I think it's a bit silly. The whole idea about droughts. Um, and then you you look at Las Vegas. Right? As soon as Las Vegas encountered their quote unquote drought, well, recently they introduced cloud seeding, and then now you're seeing massive floods on the strip of Las Vegas, or have seen massive floods. Not massive, maybe, but You've seen it, right? And I think that's due to the fact that they're cloud seeding, obviously, in Las Vegas, around Lake Mead. Duh. (laughs) And these idiots probably suck at using the technology because they're not good at it, right? In Utah, I think we've been doing cloud seeding since 1960, just to guess. And, yeah, maybe if you're just new to it, like Vegas maybe started in 2000, I don't know, don't give a fuck. But they're not good at cloud seeding. So it sucks for them. California should be better. They should be making it rain all the time. And they, it sucks that making it rain, like you making it rain, it's associated with going to a strip club. It should be associated with cloud seeding, making it rain. You're making it rain? The government is, right? Or they're not. They're not making it rain. It's a choice they have. The government has a choice. And the government will say, well, the choice is depending upon the actual factors in the sky, and we can't control those. Agreed. Utah can't control the current factors above its sky. But can they ask Nevada to control their factors and maybe California to control their factors? Could we all work together? Maybe use all this magical sky-making-it-rain technology we have together? Could we all coordinate it? I don't know. Seems silly. Seems real silly. They're going to tax you. They don't have the answer for it. Meanwhile, they're making it snow. I don't understand, folks. People will just tape their hands. And you see these protests. It's all it's happening in Europe because they're idiots. I think to a high degree. Um, Europe has these... Climate activists that have just replicated what Black Lives Matter I think was where people finance organizations like you don't hear about you will hear about Black Lives Matter in two years I promise right during the next presidential election six months leading up and six months after Black Lives Matter and that whole movement will become relevant again I'm not a prophet it's just what's happened before I think twice. <laughs> So it's a a seasonal thing. Right. And there's going to be race issues in two years. Maybe everything will be calm for a year and a half. And then all of a sudden there'll be an event and it will make a divisive issue at a time where Americans emotions will be dissuaded. It's always some bullshit like that. And people are like, what's a false flag? It's A false flag is an event. And that's why, the, you know, I don't want to talk about the laptop, but obviously that was something, and then it wasn't. Eh, there's all these things. Hunter Biden. What a guy. Man. What a guy, Hunter Biden. That would have changed things, maybe. Maybe it wouldn't have. Um, but there are, are, there are events that or movements that pivot, I think, people, obviously. And in Europe right now, they they, ha- they need people to give more tax dollars to this idea that the world and the climate need to be controlled and they don't have the solutions they once had. And I think it's a it's a weird extortion on people on a, on a on a population, right? Especially when you calculate how much money they're using to kill people. <laughs> You're like, wait, wait. So I'm paying, I'm, I'm paying my, all my tax dollars for you to go bomb Russia, all the terrorists all across the world, and then now somehow I need to pay you more money to keep my house warm. What's like Europeans? I maybe I'm, I i do not know where what the what's going on in the world, but the fact that people can just, they they can allow their government to, I think, I'm anti-war. Right, uh, which inherently made me pro-Putin because uh, I think the realistically you look at that war, I don't know how Ukraine's still winning. Ukraine's only winning if our country is doing something it shouldn't. It's like democracy, freedom, like what are you talking about in Ukraine? Any American who cares about Ukraine I think is crazy. Like, you're trying to solve someone else's problem while you have 69,000 people on Skid Row. Like, get out of here. Don't tell me you care about freedom, democracy, people, like all these. If you got that blue and yellow flag, burn it, okay? Burn it. My two big issues are autism and homelessness. (laughs) That's my beef with America. Those are the the two problems I'd like America to address because. Because what are we doing about them? How do we believe that we're going to stop Putin, and, but homelessness is a solution where we have tents? That's stupid. It's just dumb. And I think that a lot of Americans just don't get it. And that they're righteous because of whatever reason. They think they can control the world. By talking about climate change you got these i my european point was this you got people gluing their hands to paintings and shit or gluing their for what dog you look stupid gluing your hand to the ground in traffic saying you care about the climate oh these idiots i think they're all actors they're all fucking actors dude uh and it bothers me it bothers me that people are acting like they care about climate change, when they're not addressing the fact that government's killing people in Russia. Like, what's more important right now? Can you really control the weather? Yes. And uh, we'll maybe address that. But we're like, what's more important? I think people should stop killing each other in Ukraine. And if Ukraine is a smaller cru- uh, Ru- uh, country than Russia, I think the war is over. The idea that and. The idea that this thing's even occurring is so fucking stupid to me, and it's the perfect getaway from the last two years. If anybody knows what happened in the last two years, the last two years was a complete shit show. So where are we now? Another stupid situation, where billions of dollars are getting pissed away, right? And we got skid roast and in my great state of Utah, we have tent cities. And people are talking about a recession, but you know what my country can't afford to kill Russians. Above all else, we'll put our own people in tents, but what we prefer is a wooden box for Russians. I think that shit is fucking psychotic, right? I think it is one of the craziest American things to to have a Ukrainian flag in your background, right? And say a tent for my neighbor's good, but a coffin for a Russian's better. Like what the fuck? We can save so much. Don't, it, don't get billions of dollars. And we're buying in, the, in my state ice fishing tents for our homeless people. We're constructing tent cities. I brought this up on my last podcast because it's stupid. It's really stupid that we do this as Americans. Ice fishing tents for a neighbor, a coffin for a Russian. I disagree. Let the Russian have the Ukrainian house. Take the Ukrainian land, do what they want with it, whatever. Not my problem, right? But the tent cities in every state in the United States kind of is an American problem, right? Like all these homeless people. uh, I don't think they're really homeless people. I think they're citizens. I think they're neighbors who've been out-prioritized by Russian coffins. Somebody's making a killing right now by building coffins. I want to know who it is. Right? I think there's a real simple answer sometimes. I want to know who's building coffins. That's the, that might be the kingpin. The, that might be the damn linchpin of the Illuminati. Makes sense. I guarantee they wear black. I guarantee they have a grim disposition. I guarantee they're not fun to be around. But you know, maybe they are. I can't say that. They could, be, they could be fine. Uh, but I want to know who that is. Who's building all these coffins? Probably prisoners in a gulag in Russia. And they're not getting paid. That's the reality. And they're cutting down the Siberian forest. And that's the real problem with climate change. People aren't even talking about that. The Amazon. Nobody cares about all the trees getting cut down to put young Ru- dead Russian bodies in. It's ridiculous crazy halfway through the podcast thank goodness man uh thank welcome to the show everybody welcome to the show America's way we're we're lost we're gone we're adrift and I haven't talked about something this whole episode and I'm not going to bring it up it's autism and you know here's something interesting I was at the grocery store and i don't get this behavior i suspect i i suspect it's an autistic behavior but you see something where it doesn't belong so i'm getting eggs and next to the eggs are it's like a california roll like what the fuck is this this is the exact opposite side of where the shit should be like this should be over is your wrong side wrong, who did this Why would, and I've seen this behavior at every grocery store. Sometimes I think it's sabotaged by other grocery stores. For example, I've, there's not, I'm not going to say which grocery stores are the nicest, but you go maybe to one that's more well-kept. And sometimes I feel like other grocery stores are sending people in to sabotage their produce by just leaving it everywhere. like, what the fuck? Why, who would get this? eggs or like just replacing shit where it shouldn't doesn't belong like like regret you don't want to get it and maybe it's the time of year where people money's tight i get it you look at the eggs and you look at the sushi and you're saying this I can, i'll eat this tonight the eggs feed me for a week and they put the sushi where the eggs go no but keep them both carry the sushi back to where it belongs I don't know you know you wish you, they would have bought both but they didn't but I think the right thing to do is to take it back I don't like where things are out of place and I don't want to tell people like to me that's like what the fuck I wa- I wouldn't even I, I don't buy grocery store sushi but if I bought that one I wouldn't even want that that's that's got bad energy imagine eating something that nobody wanted oh like the whole energy transfer where someone had this, they had all this joy in it and then like just left it with sadness. And then someone picked it up and probably was told to throw it away. But they didn't and they put it back. Who knows how this happens? I don't know what's going to happen to that sushi roll that was left to the eggs next to the eggs. But you see that bullshit at grocery stores all the time. Maybe it's a Utah thing. Who knows? People need to just... If you get something and you have buyer's regret and it's in the store, put it back where it belongs. You don't, you know... I don't know. I don't understand that behavior where people get something like a loaf of bread and they put it next to, let's say, a Coca-Cola stand. Like, what's go- No, it's out of place. And I understand this. Here's where I like it, though. If you're real ambitious... And making people have a job because someone's got to fix that. So, if you have a capitalistic mindset and you say, you know, I think this store has five employees, but I could increase the amount of employees in this store by misplacing things and creating a demand for somebody to uh, take over a shift and just reorganize the shelves every so often because whatever. So, I, sometimes it's like leaving your card out. Because people have to get the cart. The cart people are always interesting. And I thought, I was thinking the whole checkout line is a hierarchy of intelligence. You look at the person doing the bags and you look at the person checking out your stuff. They usually don't touch money anymore, which is a fascinating thing. They, there used to be some real value. Like you had to trust the cashier. Like they didn't pocket a five and miss a scanned item. And, you know, I, I can only imagine what really gangster ass cashiers were capable back in the day. You know what I mean? I've just missed in scans and pocket cash, but different world now. So to me, there used to be a little bit of, uh, I think you could look at a cashier and say, you know what? At least a high school diploma, for sure, okay? And at least associate. Like this person is good at math. If I gave them $25.64, for a product that was fourteen dollars and thirty-five cents, they're gonna they're gonna give me the right change. I trust them. And nowadays, I don't know. Like the the gap between I'm saying my whole point is this: the gap between the cashier and the baggers shortening. That's why they got the self checkout because it's almost to the point to where the person buying it's just as good as the two people doing the job. You know what I'm saying? And that's essentially what's happening. At, every restaurant as well, and it's displeasing me on some level where you'll go to a place and you'll pay some kind of money and no one even serves you. You're like, what's going on? You pay for service and the service is just the food given where you have to clean up after you. And this is fine. This is a lot of restaurants. You see this in Oregon everywhere. It's more of a thing where, like, what happened to – The intermediary person, right? Uh, For example, you sit somewhere and someone brings you the food. They got rid of that at a lot of places. They just yell a number or a name, like whatever it is, like what the fuck's going on in the world? Reality is most people have no idea that uh, value is lost. And what I mean by that is I think every job essentially is role modeling where the cashiers doing what a kid would do when they're young in the sense that they really are just taking the bags pressing one or two buttons i mean scanning taking and then handing it off and like just like a kid it's almost so childlike And the idea that a job has been simplified by technology, that the actual requirement of the individual is lessened and lessened. And I think Costco has a bar nobody else has for cart runners. I think Costco expects this. This is one thing I haven't seen at most grocery stores. I haven't seen the transition from, I've seen a, I've seen a bagger jump up to cashier when they needed it. Like, you know, let's say an aisle got filled up in my life. I'm just saying. And, you know, that happened. But I've never seen a cart person jump in as a cashier. Only at Costco. I don't know if people know what that is. So Costco has a different level where I think they expect the car people to, you know, play both games. And they have, it's just a fascinating idea of what is service at a grocery store. And I don't even know why I think about it, but I was just thinking about people leave shit out at the grocery store. What's that about? I don't like it. Um, where do I go from here? I got seven minutes left. Seven minutes left. Fuck. Um... Jesus dude I, I think nuclear energy is cool but fuck what else do I have to say um, the, the reality is you know it's different than what I think and what I think is fucking crazy sometimes like I don't know how the world believes like this there's power cuts all across the world Ukraine adapts to power cuts, blunting Russia's attack. Like Russia, that's my whole point. Russia's attack on the energy front. You got two two possible people beating the shit out of you right now. It's climate change or it's Russia. They're fucking psychologically conditioning people right now. And they've been doing it in America for so fucking long that Rush has been the bad guy since Rocky. Sylvester Stallone, that guy's not relevant. When I make that reference, that's a way back reference. That's a reference from the 80s, right? Young people might know, not know what Rocky is. How about this, Red Dawn? Okay, another movie. How about, hey, there's lots of them. <laughs> My point is, and all the way up to Stranger Things. They've been fucking beating the, the shit out of Russia and American propaganda. Just beating the shit out of Russia. Oh, it's made me like them. I kind of root for Russia anytime I see any propaganda now. If I see propaganda now, just personally, if Russia's the bad guy, I all, all of a sudden, I like it. And I'm disappointed if they lose... Because I don't believe that, look at this, by the way, this is so a cold tea. Look at this, oh jeez, look at this hand signer. That's called Freemasonic, this is a visual reference if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify. I'm showing a picture of the French President Macron, who is a, he has no children. He married a spinster, who was a teacher. Which isn't a big deal, but it's a fascinating thing. As a president in France, who now is telling his population they're going to have to deal with the power cuts that are being applied to the country thanks to Putin, right? Uh, but look at that. That's Freemasonic. That's I've only seen that hand gesture. What well, I mean, you only see it in obviously American propaganda, but in the NBA when they hit a three-pointer. Like that's like what's he pretend? He he just. Look at this. Winter outages. Look at that. That's 6-6. Six, six. Isn't that the devil sign? 6-6? Six, six. We're in a dark place in the world. A lot of people can't see it. Can you believe blaming power outages on... Imagine having a country, first world like France, and it's not their fault they can't power their own selves. What? You can't take care of yourself, France? It's been so long years you're america's only been in the game for what two 200 plus i don't know the exact number but i'm gonna go 200 plus and france has had a jump and france still doesn't know how to supply its own energy does anybody believe that propaganda i don't it's kind of this wishy-washy where I don't know, man. I just don't believe that propaganda at all. I think (laughs) it's stupid. That's just... Oh, look, Finland. You guys ever hear about Finland and their power outages? Told you I liked uh, nuclear energy, right? Isn't that interesting? Most Ukrainians left without power Oh my gosh. Parts of Paris ended darkness. Europe's Russia sanctions are a shot to the foot by Brahma. All this shit is so fucking stupid. America needs to fuck off with all that. That's uh, a provocative point of view. We reached the end of the podcast here. Thank goodness. Let's end the. Uh, thanks for listening. This is episode. Did I oh I didn't talk about the pot the title. Oh. Alright, well I'll end on this. So I always talk about the title of the podcast. I'll say this too as well. I was on the Red Pill Cartel podcast. It was a great time. I think I already talked about that. Don't know which episode. Either way, anytime I share his content on Instagram, he's shadow banned, so that shadow bans me. And it's fascinating to see that effect. So here's level nine. I usually have cringe lined up, and sometimes Instagram has its own cringe. So this is uh, what I call low-level cringe made high, high-level high art. This is where somebody takes a moment and they amplify it with some real artistic ability. So here we go. Hold on. Oh, you can't hear it. Having the key. I just want to get to level 9. What's at level 9? It's one past level 8. Whoa. Yeah, I'm not a man, I'm a turtle. I would have thought you were a man. So that beat goes really hard. And I should have played the whole thing. I'm embarrassed about that. But then you get strikes maybe sometimes on YouTube. And I did not really want to strike. Let's just risk it we'll see hopefully the it's not too long of a clip we'll see we'll see i just want to get to level nine what's at level nine it's one past level eight well yeah i'm not a man i'm a turtle i would have thought you were a man well at first i thought i was a level four alligator to me like the night like uh not 90s early 2000s maybe mid 2000s kind of techno uh what's called emd electric dance music i don't know it's like level nine turtle but what's a, what does it mean to be a podcaster uh, and if i was a podcaster how many levels are there i'd say i'm probably level nine right um I'm a level 9 pod. What, what does that mean? Is What's the highest level? I don't know. I'm uh, just not there. I, I really can't even see above the step I'm on. It's it's so intimidating. When you look at the numbers, I still get days where I have zero plays. So thankful for the fans who do listen, by the way. Big shout out to all the fans uh, out there of the Provo Kid podcast. Hopefully uh, that I didn't play that clip too long all the music i do play which is the next song i will play is uh local music that's the first song i've played that isn't local in a while but uh what do we want to play here thanks for listening everybody this is a Provocate podcast what else do i have to say uh sometimes i have thoughts earlier in the day and then i think about them like, the whole reason I start a podcast is like I have a thought and I don't think I got to it and you just forget about it. That's the worst. So I should carry on a pen and pad, but I think to carry on a pen and pad or even the phone, like the phone, I don't like carrying around a phone. It's just the idea. The I want You want to be detached uh, from carrying anything. Cause then you know what's worse than forgetting anything your phone your wallet your keys so if you just don't have those things or you create a routine where like that doesn't that's not a part of your life I think you have less stress so who knows I think there's a there's gotta be a culture in America going forward if there's power outages the Amish they already do it my answer is the Amish this is Queen Adila thank you guys for listening. And uh appreciate it. Ground control, I'm picking up some sort of spectral anomaly. I'm running through the quantum triangulator now. It's some sort of wavelength. I think it's I think it's music. <laughs>